Good afternoon. Welcome to Letter to Philippi Live. We are now live on all of our streams, and today we will be do looking at Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 through 21, which I entitled in my commentary, The Way of Life, for our class day. We, I entitled, We Are Citizens of Heaven. We'll be looking at, at the conclusion of chapter 3 of Philippians, and uh, Moving into uh, the conclusion of chapter three, and then we'll, we'll be starting into chapter four next week. So let me just get this going here, and uh, we will get the countdown video going, and then just more time for people to join us, and then we will start into our class. And welcome to Letter to Philippi Live, our daily broadcast looking at Paul's letter to Philippi. Today we'll be concluding chapter 3, looking at verses 20 through 21, and looking at, at Paul has been confronting false teaching and false teachers and people in the community that had, had moved away from their faith in Yeshua and gone on the way of destruction. Now as he concludes this chapter, concludes the... the the third chapter of his letter, he is now talking about the way of life, that we are citizens of heaven, those who hold to our faith, trust in Yeshua, those who stand firmly and following the God of Israel and following the Messiah of Israel are on the way of life, the way that leads to heaven. And we now hold citizenship in heaven. The people in Philippi were very cognizant of the import of having Roman citizenship. And they, in a Roman colony, had that Roman citizenship, which gave them privileges in the empire. But Paul is now saying you have an even greater citizenship, a citizenship in heaven. And you are now citizens of heaven now. And, and when Messiah returns, we'll fully experience that, citizen, that, that heavenly citizenship in the new heavens and new earth. So we'll get started with a word of prayer, and then we'll go into our our time of study today, looking at Philippians 3, 20-21. This is Letter to Philippi Live, a daily broadcast by my lettertophilippi.org, a new Messian Jewish theological teaching organization, of which I am the founder and teacher. My name is Sean Imsley, and I'll be teaching this class. This is our first initiative of our new work in looking at building a Messian Jewish theology for the 21st century. So we'll get started with a word of prayer, and then we'll look at Philippians 3, 20-21 for today. O Lord, you are good. We thank you. We bless your holy name. We thank you for each day we have to look into your holy word. We thank you for these words you've given us by your holy servant, Paul. Help us, Lord, to take these words, understand our citizenship in heaven, and to become more and more and more like the Messiah each day. Thank you for your love. Thank you for this opportunity to look into your word. And thank you for the Messiah who is our life now and hope for life in the future. And in his holy name we pray. Amen. 
So again, this is Leonard Philippi Live, our daily broadcast on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Twitter Live. As we look at Paul's letter to Philippi, the letter to the Philippians, and seek to draw out a new Messian and Jewish understanding, a Messian Jewish theological understanding of this important letter that Paul wrote to the people of Philippi over 1900 years ago. And today we'll be looking at Philippians 3, 20-21, the conclusion of the third chapter of Paul's letter to the Philippians. And we read, I'll take the scripture to the full screen. After telling the Philippians about the punishment, destruction per Paul, for those who are enemies of the Messiah, enemies of the Messiah's execution stake, Paul promises the followers of Messiah, those who are faithful, those who are faithful to Messiah Yeshua, that they're now truly citizens of heaven and are waiting for the return of the Messiah to bring this new citizenship into complete reality. As the Philippians highly valued the Roman citizenship because they lived in a Roman colony and had the privileges of Roman citizenship, Paul here reminds them that they hold even greater citizenship now as followers of Yeshua, followers of the God of Israel, that is heavenly citizenship. In declaring Yeshua to be their deliverer and Lord, Paul was calling the Philippians to accept a provocative claim that would run counter the Roman authority and system that declare the emperor God and political savior. In embracing Yeshua's Messiah, the Philippians were making a dangerous religious and political statement that could cost them their lives. As they embraced Yeshua's faith and stepped out from their loyalty to their earthly citizenship, which included the emperor cult, Paul confirms that the Philippians, in their new heavenly citizenship, with Yeshua as their Lord and Savior, now stand without the society. They now have taken both a, a religious stand, which has caused separation from their family and their local society, but also making an intense political statement that Yeshua is Lord, and therefore Nero is not Lord. Yeshua faith for them was a religious and a political decision and a decision because of the of the political nature against the Roman Empire was a decision that also could could risk their lives. And many of those who came to put their faith in Yeshua, we see, would have to lay down their lives, like Paul would give their lives for their faith in Yeshua, especially under the cruel rule rule 
of Nero, who was who was a bloodthirsty anti-Christian, anti-followers of Yeshua leader. Paul called the Philippians to recognize that they were citizens of heaven, and despite the opposition they would face in this life, their faith in Yeshua is worth the sacrifice. Life in Yeshua and citizenship in heaven required rejection of their past pagan life and the syncretic religious life of Philippi for a new allegiance and an embracing of the Jewish God, the Jewish Messiah, and the Jewish scriptures. These mostly Gentiles in Philippi who had come to put their faith rest in the Messiah Yeshua were now redeemed Gentiles living for now in a pagan world, but his ultimate destiny and current citizenship is not of this world. They have put their faith in Yeshua. They have come to know the Messiah of Israel. They have come to know the God of Israel. And as Gentiles have been incorporated into the people of God, they now stand in opposition to the world they live in, the world of Philippi, the world of the Roman Empire. But Paul says, even though you stand in opposition to the world you live in now, you have citizenship in heaven. You are citizens of, of heaven now. And when Messiah returns, when Yeshua, our righteous Messiah, returns, we will see the fullness of that. We will see the conquering of the evil world and the entering into citizenship in heaven, citizenship that will, in heaven that will never end, life eternal with the God of Israel, with the Messiah of Israel, living in a new heavens, new earth, with the one God of Israel as the one who is ruling and reigning, and Yeshua, our righteous Messiah. So despite opposition in this world, there is life eternal ahead in heavenly citizenship. So, so they now live in a world in opposition to their to their earthly citizenship, but Paul says, in your faith, trust in Yeshua, you live in connection and live in the reality of heavenly citizenship. And for, for those in Philippi and for us, by example, we now who have put our faith, trust in Yeshua, live in heavenly citizenship. We are citizens of heaven. We're yet in this life to, to fully realize that one that we are still in this life. There are those who have gone ahead of us who are in that heavenly citizenship now, waiting for that day for all of those who put their faith in Yeshua to join them when Messiah returns. But we now, though we live in, in a world that is opposed to the God of Israel, opposed to the Messiah of Israel, opposed to living for the God of Israel, we stand as citizens of heaven. We ha know the God of Israel, both both Messian and Jews, and those from the redeemed from the nations, now have citizenship in heaven because of the atoning work of the Messiah. And though we may live in opposition, though we do live in opposition to the world around us that is focused against the God of Israel, we stand as those who live in this broken world in this sinful world, we live also looking forward to our true citizenship in heaven, 
with the God of Israel and with the Messiah of Israel. In verse 21, we read, He will change the bodies we have in this humble state and make them like his glorious body, using the power which enables him to bring everything under his control. Let me read that again. These are powerful words. He will change the bodies we have in this humble state and make them like his glorious body, using the power which enables him to bring everything under his control. The heavenly citizenship in, in verse 20 will require new spiritual bodies as the followers of Yeshua enter their new lives in their new home, in their new citizenship. Those who put their faith trust in Yeshua will be transformed into spiritual bodies like that of the risen Yeshua. These are, these are, are the, the words speaking about Yeshua, that Yeshua will change the, our bodies from our humble state and make them like his glorious body, that we will have a spiritual body like the Messiah Yeshua. We will be made like the first of the resurrection. We will be made into, into heavenly citizens in heavenly bodies like the risen Messiah Yeshua. Paul here used Yeshua as his model for the new life that is coming to those who are in Yeshua. As we see that Yeshua, after his, his death, after his resurrection, had a new spiritual body, he is the firstborn of the, of, of the, of the new creation. We who put our faith in Yeshua, those who are followers of the Messiah, will too have that hope that we will live forever with the God of Israel, live forever in an incorruptible spiritual body like Messiah Yeshua, as Messiah Yeshua showed us his spiritual body. We will we've put our faith trust in Yeshua. Those who are Talmudim Yeshua will have a spiritual body like our master. Paul gives this word of encouragement to the believers of Philippi. The hope in Messiah goes on into eternity as they, like the Messiah, will receive new glorified bodies. Paul is making clear that the people in Philippi, and us by example, our hope in the Messiah goes beyond this life. This life is, is just one aspect of our living with and knowing the Messiah and living in the wonder and glory of our righteous Messiah. But our connection to him and our life in Yeshua goes on into eternity, into beyond this life, into a, into a life unending with the Messiah. And we will be receiving new glorified bodies. Paul is sharing with the Philippians this hope based on his own experience, seeing the risen and glorified Yeshua on the Damascus Road in Acts 9. In Acts 9, on his encounter with Yeshua on the road to Damascus, Paul saw Yeshua. He saw the risen Lord. He saw the example of what, what we have looking forward to us. For those who've, who have gone before us are now living in the reality, living in the spiritual bodies, living, waiting for that day for all those who put their faith in Yeshua to join them in the new heavens and the new earth. But Paul is saying that our our wonder 
our new life that we have in Yeshua goes far beyond this life, for the changed lives in this world are just the beginning of what we have for a life eternal, life never-ending, because of the work of Yeshua the Messiah in our life. And in this heavenly citizenship, we are guaranteed to have that new body, that new spiritual body that will never die, and will live forever in the glory of our God, in the glory of the God of Israel, in the glory of the Messiah of Israel, and the glory of the Spirit of God as we live forever in the world that is yet to come. And we do that based on the atoning work of Yeshua, and we know that we have new life because of him, and his, his resurrection, his new life, his new spiritual body, experienced by the disciples, seen by Paul the road to Damascus, is the guarantor that each one who enters into life eternal in faith, trust in Yeshua, will live forever as citizens of heaven in a new body, a new spiritual body, and will live forever in the glory of our God and our King. Paul makes clear to the Philippians that the same resurrected new body that Yeshua assumed at his resurrection is the hope for those who put their faith in him. It is the power of the resurrection that guarantees not only the resurrection, only their resurrection and eternal life, but also the final vindication of the righteous and subjugation of the created order under the righteous rule of the King Messiah. So not only is there a hope in the fact that we will live forever with the Messiah in the new heavens, new earth, in our heavenly citizenship, in new spiritual bodies, but also in doing so, we see, as we saw in the end of the Messianic hymn in Philippians 2.11, that one day everyone who has ever lived both in the spiritual world and the physical world will acknowledge Yeshua as Messiah and Lord. And in that day, on that glorious day, the vindication will be the final vindication of the faith of those who suffered and died on behalf of Messiah Yeshua those who have given their lives for the God of Israel, those who have suffered for their testimony of the Messiah of Israel will be justified and finally vindicated on that day when everything that's ever lived in the heavens, on earth, in the underworld, when all that has ever existed will acknowledge the Messiahship and Lordship of Yeshua. Those who have given their lives, those who have laid down their lives for the God of Israel, those who have laid down their lives for the message of Yeshua, will see a final vindication as all will acknowledge Yeshua as Lord. We, who have put our faith in Yeshua, will do that, that with great joy. We'll bend our knee. We'll fall face forward in glorification of Yeshua, righteous Messiah. And I long for that day. I long for the day to, to fall before the one who gives me life now and life eternal. And it's just emotional just to talk about that glorious day. But in that day, the faith of those, the sacrifice of those who have given their lives for the glorification of the name of the God of Israel, for the message of the Messiah, will be vindicated. And as all, as all that has ever, ever existed 
will acknowledge the truth of our faith, the truth of our Messiah. And in that, there will be the final vindication of all those who have given their lives for the glorification of the name of the God of Israel. Thus, we see another example of the Lord of Yeshua that Paul is putting forward for us, as he is the one, with, uh, Yeshua as one with the one God of Israel. And another example of what we talk about, Paul's high Christology in this letter. And here we see that, that, all, that with this day of the, of the entering into life eternal, the beginning of the true reality of heavenly citizenship, and the entering into eternal spiritual bodies, and the final vindication of those who put their faith and trust in Yeshua, we see that Yeshua is held up as one with the one God of Israel, and as he acknowledges the one, as we see in the, in the Messianic hymn of Philippians 2, that it'll be to the honor of Yeshua that every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Yeshua is Adonai, to the glory of the God of our the Father. And this we see that as Yeshua is the one who is the example of what of the spiritual life of the eternal world, we as his Talmudim will join with him in spiritual spiritual citizenship in heaven, in spiritual bodies that will never die. And that is our hope for those who have gone before us, those who have laid down their lives, those who who have gone before us entering into that eternal state, into that eternal life in the Messiah. We wait for that day to join them, those saints that have gone before us, those examples, those, those people who have put their faith and trust in Yeshua over the centuries, that we who are yet to join them, either through, spirit, either through physical death or when the Messiah returns, will join them those who have gone before us into life eternal. And that is our hope in this world that seems more and more hopeless each day. We know that despite our world that is falling apart, despite a world that is, that is totally turning its face against the God of Israel and against the Messiah of Israel, we know that this world is not our final destination. We have heavenly citizenship ahead of us, and we have put our faith trust in the Messiah of Yeshua. We who are following the God of Israel know that despite how dark our world becomes, how separate our world becomes from the God of Israel, that we hold hold strong to the God of Israel, the Messiah of Israel, and seek to live our lives to give honor to the God of Israel and to become more and more and more in the Messiah. And we can have that confidence that despite how our world is continuing turning against the God of Israel, we stand with the God of Israel in our faith for Yeshua, and we have heavenly sisters ahead of us. And however, however dark our world gets, we know that there was there is a light ahead of us, the light of the Messiah, the light of the world to come, and we can stand now in that hope. In a world that is hopeless, we have a far greater hope. Messiah will return. We will enter into life eternal, enter into our heavenly citizenship, and enter into bodies that will never decay, will never die, and we will spend all eternity 
giving honor and glory to the Messiah, who has brought us near to the God of Israel by his atoning work on the Roman cross. We live, we rejoice in a world that is falling apart, knowing that there is perfection ahead of us. Messiah will return. We long, we ache for that day. And may that day come soon that we see the fullness of Yeshua, our righteous Messiah, and enter into life eternal and enter into reunion with those who have gone before us, those who have been faithful to the Messiah, who would follow the God of Israel and are now living in their heavenly citizenship. We too will join them as we continue to grow and become more and more and more of the Messiah. So with that, we conclude chapter three of Paul's letter to the Philippians. Today, as he concludes this chapter where he dealt with false teachings and false teachers and false paths to go on, he concludes this chapter with words of hope for those who are faithful to the God of Israel, those who are seeking to become more and more like the Messiah of Israel. And he gives us assurance of our heavenly citizenship and our eternal life with God in new spiritual bodies to live forever in the presence of our God and our King. And that will include this chapter, include our time studying today. Thank you for watching. Again, this is Letter to Philippi Live. We're here Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Chicago Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and 10 p.m. Jerusalem Time. And Monday through Friday on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, YouTube Live, and Twitter Live. And we do this class daily at 12 p.m. Pacific Time as we continue to go daily, verse by verse, through Paul's letter to Philippi. We'll be starting in chapter 4 tomorrow as Paul will be, be looking at an issue of disagreement between leaders in the community. And we'll talk about the importance of, of the leaders in the community living in harmony to bring harmony to the whole Messianic community, the whole local body of the Messiah, and also the larger body of Messiah in our world. So we'll be looking at that tomorrow in Philippians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. So thank you for watching. If you have, want more information on Letter to Philippi, go to lettertophilippi.org. There you can ask any questions you have about us. You can fill out a contact form. You can leave a prayer request. I want to be praying for you. You can purchase a copy of my Messianic Commentary on Philippians on the resources page. You can read our book reviews on our Messianic Jewish review of books. You make a much-needed contribution to our work as we're concluding this this year and looking into 2022. We greatly appreciate any contributions you can make, either a one-time or an ongoing contribution to the work of, of Letter to Philippi. You can do that with the giving link on each of the pages of our of our site, and we look to uh, continue this work of expanding it out into other teaching opportunities, both online and live in 2022. And that is is dependent on your faithful giving to our work. So we appreciate you that we are an independent organization, not not can, can not can not backed by any large organization. We are dependent on the giving of those who are supportive of our work and want to see messy and Jewish theology for the 21st century grow and mature and to continue to have this word of Paul the people of Philippi going out daily. 
So thank you for watching. We'll be starting, as I said, Philippians chapter 4 tomorrow. And uh, we'll continue our study looking at Paul's letter to Philippi and seeking to become more and more and more in the Messiah each day as we look into these holy words. Thank you for watching. Again, go to lettertophilippi.org. And we will see you on our next time together tomorrow as we look at Philippians, the beginning of Philippians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2, and the, and the import of leaders in the Messian community working together and being in union for their own sakes and also for the, the unity of the Messianic community. So thank you for watching. Again, go to Letter to Philippi Live. My name is Sean Imsley. I'm the founder of Letter to Philippi and the teacher of this class. So thank you for watching, shalom, and see you tomorrow as we look at Philippians chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Shalom.